just a few weeks, we will be releasing the 100th episode of Pickles and Vodka, and we could not be more excited about it. Yeah, and in honor of this milestone, we, we being your lovely co-hosts, want to make an extra special episode, but first, we have a favor to ask from you, you being the collective you that put up with us. The hot and spicy pickles themselves. Yeah, we want to hear from you. Basically, how pickles and vodka has changed your life, or at least made you smile. We want to know how you discovered the podcast, stuff we've made you think about, your favorite episodes or guests. Lauren, you don't count even though you're a former guest, because you're a co-host, <laughs> sorry. Um, topics you want to hear about in the future. So Lauren, if they want to tell us how awesome we are, how can they do that? You can go to anchor.fm slash pickles and vodka and click message. Or you can send us a DM on Instagram. And while you're at it, you should follow Pico Suave with Suave misspelled because my dog is awesome. Oh my awesome. God, stop. We don't have time for Pico <laughs> in this promo. I can never stop I hate to say Pico. it. I hate to say it. Okay, yes. <laughs> D- DM us on Instagram. It is at pickles and vodka podcast. All one word. And record as many one-minute voicemails as you want. Yes, leave us all the voicemails. Again, just what Pickles and Vodka has meant to you and any notes you have for us. So how long, Lauren, do they have to send in their thoughts? Because we love a deadline. Yes, and the way we figure it, our 100th episode is coming out on October 17th. So unless, you know, one of us has to go into witness protection, that gets delayed. Witness protection or the psych ward. (laughs) Or that. (laughs) You can send in the voicemails up to October 14th in order to be included. Yeah, you have until October 14th to send us your thoughts on the podcast for our 100 episode extravaganza. It's going to be so much fun. And we cannot wait to hear from all of you. Speaking of fun, should we get into the super fun episode? Oh, the actual episode, you mean? Yeah, that would probably be smart. (laughs) Um, Again, everyone, you can send in voicemails on our website, anchor.fm slash pickles and vodka, or you can DM us on Instagram at pickles and vodka podcast, and we'll play them on our 100th episode on October 17th. And we'll play this little promo before all the next episodes up to the 100th, so you have plenty of time to hear us and be annoyed. We're going to annoy you, but it'll be worth it. All right, here's the show. Crying is so cathartic. Exactly. You just need to. I know. I was like, you do not know everything that just happened to me. This is me releasing all of that finally. (laughs) Hello, friends. Hello, friends. Why is there a question mark? I don't know. I haven't been here long. We're friends, right? Yeah. The hot and spicy okay. pickles love you. Are you kidding me? I've gotten so many messages. Like, oh, we love Lauren. Uh, you I know. don't see any of these. I mean, they're messages. from like, give me, they're give private me messages from like family and friends to me. They're not yeah. to the podcast, but everyone tell yeah. Lauren how amazing she is. Also, I'm Christina. And this and I'm, <laughs> I'm Lauren, as we've said 12 times. <laughs> this is Pickles and Vodka, the imperfect, fuck. This is, this is... <laughs> This is the most imperfect conversation. This is the most imperfect episode we've ever had, which we'll get into. But first, okay, let's just nail this intro first of all. Um, This is Pickles and Vodka, the mental health podcast where imperfect people have imperfect conversations. But you've probably gathered that by now. We're trying. We're really trying. (laughs) We just tried recording with a guest and it was a technical nightmare. Mm -hmm. She was barely sounded more than a whisper at any time and we are too dumb to figure out non-iphones yeah uh she had a samsung and the microphone volume was really low i don't know if anyone here knows about samsung's or how to fix this but if you do we could use your advice because we uh ended up just rescheduling it yeah the only person that i can think of that i know with a samsung for sure is my mom and my mom didn't believe that her phone had an alarm on it because no one showed her where it was Oh, that's adorable. I know. Luckily, she, I don't tell her about this podcast, so she won't listen to me. <laughs> so we were supposed to record with a guest today, and now we're just winging it. Yeah, we're shooting the shit. This is classic pickles and vodka, y'all. Exactly. Classic. Plans did not work out. We're going to make it happen anyway. Yeah, and so we don't really have a theme, but I was just suggesting to Lauren, maybe we could talk about when plans go awry, because it's really relevant. Yes, and that happens to me all the time. Oh, yeah. Are you a planner? Um, Somewhat. What I find I don't like is I do have some friends that are really, really just kind of like, if they make plans, they're not real plans. They're just like, 
we should do something Saturday. And I'm like, great. And then I go, oh, I got to do, you know, this stuff first. And, you know, if we can do it in the afternoon. And I wait and I wait and I wait to hear from them. And then it'll be, you know, like 830 at night. It's like, oh, sorry, I'm ready now. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm getting ready for bed. I know. Like, <laughs> I figured at three when I hadn't heard from you that I was like, all right, I guess this isn't happening. <laughs> One of the craziest things about getting older is just not being able to be as spontaneous as I once was. Oh my gosh, I always think of that. I was like, remember when Friday was a night you went out? Not a <laughs> night when you crash and die from the work week? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the last time I did that was probably before COVID. I mean, the last time I did that was probably like a decade ago. <laughs> it's okay, no judgment here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right before COVID, the week before we went into lockdown, if I remember correctly, I went to this club by myself just spontaneously because mm-hmm. they were having like an indie early 2000s dance night and I was like that sounds great I don't have anyone to Mm -hmm. go with but I kind of want to go anyway and no plan whatsoever normally that freaks me out but Mm -hmm. what can I say I was feeling it and it was really fun and so I was really sad that I couldn't do it again and I haven't done it again (laughs) it's hard for me to go places by myself but I think particularly I could not do a dance night by myself I think that'd be too much that's pushing it yeah, I, w- I wasn't drinking at the time. Like, I was sober from alcohol, but I think I was stoned. Oh, okay. That, that might make it a little easier. <laughs> yeah, I feel kind of weird talking about weed on here sometimes. Do you feel yeah. that way? Well, I don't know. No one's told say. me that it's offensive or anything, but I, I guess I keep thinking about, like, what if a future employer listens to this? Or, like, you know, my parents. Yeah, that's I don't, true. I don't hide the fact that I smoke from mm-hmm. my parents, but I don't broadcast it. I I think they must know. Oh, my God. So the other day, I I think it it was after we recorded our bonus episode. Um, By Mm -hmm. the way, if you have not listened to the bonus episode we released this week, go listen. Listen to Lauren go nuts. (laughs) Yeah. Lauren talks about going to the psych ward a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It's a very serious episode, but I honestly thought it came out great. Yeah. And and luckily it was only a couple days and I'm back and I'm great. You should give a little update probably after I finish with this quick story. But okay. um, so that day we recorded that my dad picked me up to take me to a Renaissance fair mm-hmm. and I had been smoking that morning. And so I had like sprayed air freshener everywhere and lit <laughs> all the candles. Um, but I was like a little anxious also. And so guess what I decided to blurt out the second he walked in. <laughs> I'm high. No, not that bad. I was like, hi, sorry if it smells like drugs in here. Just kidding. Anyway, there's the bathroom if you need to use it. And he just like laughed nervously. I don't think he really knew what I was talking about. Maybe he did. I love the just like blanket. Sorry if it smells like drugs. I would be like, cocaine has a smell? I know it goes up your nose. But... Well, I was kind of banking on the fact that he wouldn't know what other drugs yeah, smelled like. Think like, oh, she's joking or something. Yeah. Exactly. I hope, well, I mean, it's pointless now because now they can just listen to this episode and all of my dirty laundry is out there. Truth. Whatever. I'm tired of hiding things. Like, I mean, I'm not as old as you. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean that to come out like it did. I'm not ancient and decrepit like Lauren. Jeez. Oh my gosh. I'm digging my own grave here, live on air. There's going to be a lot of this in our shoot the shit unplanned episode. Listen, tips to have a successful podcast 101. Insult Mm -hmm. your coworker's age. (laughs) Don't have any plans. Right. Technical difficulties as much as possible. Be a weird, weird, nervous fuck in front of the microphone and not sure how you're going to win it. Let your cats come into the room. Of course. (laughs) Anything else? I feel like I've learned more about how to make a bad podcast over the years than I have learned to how to make a good one. (laughs) That could be. Okay, anyway, so Lauren, give a little update now that we've released the bonus episode and now that, you know, people know what you've been up to. How are you doing two weeks later? Say, like, I don't know what kind of update to give because it just kind of at this point just feels like the same as before you know i didn't have any like eye-opening come to jesus moment or anything like because keanu reeves wasn't your doctor no there was (laughs) no screaming in the rain (laughs) instead some crazy like white wannabe samurai middle-aged fuck with a man bun yes was he wearing a kimono (laughs) (laughs) wait it was not a man bun because those i always are kind of like top knots on your head yeah this was like a greaser like slicked back to the back but yeah he looked gross why, why would you say samurai wannabe was it the um, hair actually what it made me think of so did you watch the karate kid movies ever 
I watched the first one forever ago. Okay. Because so did I, but I have gotten into, you know, a couple of years ago that Cobra Kai sees it thing. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it, it, but I know what you're talking about. Because I didn't care that much about Karate Kid movies when I was a little kid because it didn't, you know, have a girl in it. (laughs) (laughs) When I was six, I did not believe in watching shows or movies without a girl. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. But yeah, so like, it's really good and it surprised me. I'm really enjoying it. But there is this super asshole because a lot of the old cast members are coming back playing the same thing, which I think is cool. Yeah. But there's, yeah, this like super asshole instructor that apparently was just like a nut job. I think he was in the second movie, which I didn't see. But that is his hairstyle is it's just, you know, like grease slick back in a little ponytail and there's like the last season they you know they kind of like recruit him to hopefully come back and be the asshole teacher again and he's like no 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 I'm a hippie now you know I'm cool and I got (laughs) therapy and everything but they eventually convince him in the moment you can tell when they convince him is when he like grabs all his hair and puts it back in that tight little (laughs) ponytail and is like fuck yeah I'm ready (laughs) spoiler alert also also watch him be like the sweetest guy in real life but we're just like Probably on him because of his shitty hair. <laughs> Probably, but yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I was supposed to update. Um. <laughs> I mean, even just like, how do you feel putting out that episode? I was very nervous after we did it to hear it again. It wasn't as bad after I heard it. I was maybe less nervous about it, but it's yeah. That's how I feel after every episode. I'm like, this sucks. I We should just stop making a podcast because like, what the fuck are we doing? And then I listen to it and I'm like, okay, this isn't too bad. But then I'll listen to it like with different headphones like or in the car or something. And mm-hmm. then I'll be like, oh, just kidding. It sounds terrible. <laughs> just kidding. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> but I do have um, like some of my friends I've told, you know, just in case, because I never know if I tell friends like, listen to this podcast I'm doing. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know if they actually will. But this really tells me that they did and was very nice that some people that have been listening you know like reached out to me afterwards and are just like oh wow you know like I was really impressed by that or you know that was good to hear about like what you went through and I'm here for you and I was like oh that is really sweet also if you did listen and you liked it tell us about it tell us about everyone that you like including this one even though I'm not so sure (laughs) I still don't know where this is even going nope uh so we were on uh zoom or whatever we tried a few different things to try to get it to work with this guest and it just didn't work out but um while we were waiting for her to try to figure her microphone out we (laughs) we were shopping for vapes (laughs) i was wondering if i should bring that up we're absolutely bringing it up (laughs) good because yeah i've been tempted every once in a while to call out some of the crazy flavors i'm like oh my god they have one just called dew do you know what that is yeah not even mountain dew just do nope that's i don't know if i want to try that mountain dew is probably copyrighted but yeah lauren (laughs) gave me uh her favorite vape website and while we were waiting i was just on the website looking at all the flavors and like freaking out and trying to pick one and currently i have four vapes in my cart and i have to narrow them down to two yeah for um anyone that's interested the site is called perfectvape.com they do not sponsor us but if they would like to we could maybe actually like pay for this recording system we use and have yes and then we won't have any technical difficulties ever (laughs) again and we'll have all the free vapes we want yes so perfectvape.com if you're listening i already gave you a promo (laughs) oh look at that effortlessly professional No, but I was really proud of you because like when we were trying to get the, you you found the guest, first of all, it's your friend. Mm -hmm. And then you were like scheduling everything and coming up with topics. And then this morning I was like, do you want me to come up with the pickle palette cleanser? At least you were like, I got one. Yeah. Like, oh my God, look at you were on fire. I am so proud. The one that I found is going to be like great for this guest and we will record with her and it'll be great. But even like in the middle, then I was like, oh, wait, I got an idea and I've got one for us. Even if this is a lighthearted episode, we still will have to clean our palettes from our rambling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing wrong with a lighthearted episode also. Right. <laughs> it was like the last one was pretty heavy. True. So, yeah, it's, it's good. The whole thing is a palate cleanser. <laughs> the whole thing is a palate cleanser. <laughs> um, but yeah, besides vapes, um, plans going awry. Yes. It happens a lot. Uh, I've gone through a few cycles with how I feel about it. I I feel like I'm just talking right now and I don't know where I'm going with it. I was starting to feel like I was the only one talking. So (laughs) please, please continue. (laughs) Oh my God. So I am a planner. 
I have mm-hmm. to plan, like, if I don't plan, like, what I eat for breakfast or, like, what I'm wearing, I, or at least there was a time where I, I felt unsafe if I didn't know exactly what I was going to be doing at all times. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that's no way to live life because, like, you can't control everything. Right. And so <laughs> I've been trying to be more chill over the years, for lack of a better word. <laughs> and then when I lived in Seattle, it's funny that you talk about friends being flaky because I feel like in Seattle, everyone is so flaky. Oh, I can see that. It seems like, a very chill place. Yeah. So um, Lauren and I both grew up in the Midwest and I currently live on the East Coast. So we don't really have a lot of experience with the West Coast. Um, I did live in Seattle for three years, but it's not my place. Like I'm not used to it. So one of the first things I noticed was that... People are really nice over there, but yeah, in a very, in a very like passive aggressive way, no one really likes to talk about substantial things. At least mm. again, this is just my perceptions. It might have had to do with the fact that I was like not in the best place mentally. So yeah, it's true. <laughs> if you're from the Northwest and you're just bristling right now, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so Seattle is unique in that there are a lot of different neighborhoods and every neighborhood feels like a different city. And so if you would try to make plans with someone who lived in a different neighborhood than you, they hardly ever worked out because not a lot of people have cars in Seattle. So you rely on public transportation. Yeah. And so people would just not want to travel to a different neighborhood. That sounds like a combination of Chicago and St. Louis. Ooh, so I grew up in a Chicago suburb, but I never got to go like as an adult. So tell me how it is there. I'm really curious. Yeah. So um, like living in the city of Chicago is the same thing. You know, people don't have cars. You And even if they do, it's such a pain to go places and find places to park. Exactly. That you really, you use public transportation if you can. And plus then, you know, like you have an automatic DD and 2000 people to share the ride home with. I mean, that's one reason I never had a vehicle in Seattle because I was like on substances a lot or I was like really sick with my eating disorder and I just didn't trust myself to didn't like... trust yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I really happens. do miss just like, okay, this is complete honesty time. I really mm-hmm. miss getting drunk and just riding the bus with no destination. Uh, wow. Interesting. It's really, I I don't want to, I don't want to recommend it or anything. It also works if you're not on substances, just like getting on the bus and not having to worry about driving. Like you said, it's so nice. Mm -hmm. And you get to see a lot of things, like put some good music in or a good podcast. Hint, hint. Yes. I've edited a lot of my episodes on the bus, actually. I mean, I've been in St. Louis for like four years at this point, and I feel like I have trouble like knowing my way. I, I mean... For one thing, their streets are a crazy fucking mess. I mean, I don't even know, you know, like where one suburb is. And I'm just kind of like, I wouldn't, I don't even know. Is that south of me? Is that east of me? I don't know. Oh, who, who I, does know? Everyone relies on GPS these days, like on their phones, well, I feel like. that's what I feel like. I learned my way in the streets around Chicago I learned so my way quickly. in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, that's okay. I said, and the streets, but oh. I like your version. <laughs> But yeah, I, I learned all of that, I feel like, so quickly because I was riding public transportation. And so, you know, like when, when you're on the bus, then you just keep hearing that, you know, it's like diversity. Next is Belmont. Next mm-hmm. is Montrose. And I'm like, yeah, I know what streets go east, west, which go south, nor- north, north, south. In yeah, what if, order? If you're like us and you get anxious not having a plan, like not knowing where you're going, taking walks or riding the bus can be a great way to familiarize yourself with a new city. And that that makes me feel a lot like more confident and safer if I know where I am. I agree. <laughs> just the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah. I like to know where I am sometimes. Just just knowing where you are. <laughs> Walking is great. I, I've been, I have only lived in Virginia for a year and I just moved to a new neighborhood, so I don't know where anything is. And so I've been mm-hmm. like trying to go on a lot of walks and stuff. Uh, this Sunday is the first, uh, tomorrow, actually. How did that happen? Hmm. Um, tomorrow is the first day that me and my partner have had off together in two weeks. And so oh gosh. I'm going to take him on a walk and then go to brunch somewhere. I haven't decided where yet. But Very cool. I'm not a person who does brunch. Well, not just for eating disorder reasons. I just always thought it was too expensive and just like too much waiting. Yeah, it seems too trendy. And that's why that happens. I'm just like, it's so crowded. Are we counterculture? 
I say it's it's not because I'm anti-trendy. It's just because, like I said, there's tons of people and you wait forever. And I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> Speaking of plans going awry, great segue. Um, I have to tell you about the thing that happened to me right before we recorded our 100th episode promo last week. Uh-oh. <laughs> or wait, no, it was earlier this week. Okay. Friday. So Friday um, was the day that the bonus episode came out. And so Lauren and I sat down for like... 15 minutes to record a promo that you heard at the beginning of this episode. Um, Mm -hmm. The audio is really messy. I just want to say that it's, uh, I didn't have a carpet in my recording studio. (laughs) And so like, it's really echoey, whatever. I didn't think it was terrible. I heard it. Okay. Well, anyway, um, that's us. Not terrible. (laughs) That's us. Not terrible. Very professional. Uh, Experts at, in the streets. Yes. (laughs) Vape sponsees. Potential vape sponsees. (laughs) How wild would that be if they actually sponsored us? I mean, I've bought enough from them. They should. How do sponsorships even work? Maybe I'll reach out to them be like, hey, listen to our podcast. We called you out. Do you want to sponsor us? The worst they can say is no. Right? I hate it when people have like commercials in their podcast. And so I purposefully haven't looked for sponsors while mm-hmm. I've been doing this, but maybe, I don't know. If, if you're really adamantly opposed to the idea of listeners, then tell us. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you have any more leads, vape-related or not, tell us so we can get money. Yes. So we can afford, like, a coffee when we meet. <laughs> I need, oh, fuck. I need so many things. My computer and my phone and my microphone are all dying at the same time. Oh, no. <laughs> um, okay, but anyway, so before we sat down for record the promo you heard at the beginning of this episode, I had the craziest shit happen to me. Uh, so me and Brett were making dinner really quick. And uh, we were heating up, like, frozen vegan chicken tenders and, like, frozen curly (laughs) fries. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the oven in our apartment is really, really small. You can fit two tiny baking sheets if you angle them really precisely. So we had one baking sheet on the bottom (laughs) with the fries and one on the top with the tendies, as we call Mm -hmm. them. And each... (laughs) Not the only one. (laughs) Each sheet was, like, generously prepared with parchment paper. Like, we use a lot of parchment paper. So you got parchment paper, like, hanging off the sides of the baking Mm -hmm. sheets. All right. That's the scene. Gotcha. So a few of the fries, like, slip off of the sheet when I'm putting it in, and they fall to the bottom of the oven. And Mm -hmm. um, as a kid, like, when my mom was cooking stuff for us, she would just kind of let the crumbs, like, burn at the bottom of the oven. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, it's probably going to be fine. It's contained. They're not going to catch on fire or anything. Guess what happened? They did. They did. And did they ever. So I'm like, I'm talking to Brett about something and he looks over and he's like, that shit is on fire. (laughs) And there's literally a blaze in the bottom of the oven. And because the parchment paper is hanging off the sides, it, the parchment paper catches on fire and suddenly the entire oven is just like engulfed. Um, I want to give credit to my partner for being calm in this moment. He, I wanted to grab it out and like my first impulse was to like put it in the sink and put water on it. But I know that's not what you're supposed to do. So mm-hmm. like we each had an oven mitt. So we each grabbed a, a, a flaming pan and put it in the sink. And then we used the oven mitts to like stomp out the fire. And then meantime, like the fries are still on fire in the oven. So like we kind of stomp them out with a spatula. Mm-hmm. Um, in the process... We figured out that we don't have a smoke detector in our oven. Or in our oven, we don't have a smoke detector <laughs> in our kitchen, and there's no fire extinguisher either. Oh dear. Yeah, it's a. This apartment was built in 1915, so it's like yeah. kind of sketchy safety wise. Um, but I, yeah, nothing bad happened. Well, that's good. You didn't burn the place down. We didn't burn the place down. Oh, you know what the fucking crazy part is though? Hmm. There's an apartment building right next to us. It's the same exact building as this one. They were like twin apartment buildings, but. Mm-hmm. A year ago, it burnt down. <gasps> so there is a half-burnt building just casually <laughs> next to my apartment building. And and we looked into it, and it, it resulted from, like... Burning fries. Well, no. <laughs> that would be... I, I would, like, go to church right now if that were the case. Just kidding. Um, just kidding. No, it was, like, an electrical fire or something. So apparently someone had, a, like, a surge protector in the basement, and, like, all the mm-hmm. electricity was flowing through that, and it just, like, shorted. Oh, wow. <laughs> so don't do that. I don't I don't know what the point of the story was, except it was very unexpected, and I felt so rattled. Like, when we recorded that promo, mm-hmm. I was, like, shaking. Oh, no. <laughs> but it was really funny, also. Yeah, we were kind of ridiculous, as we tend to get. Oh, yeah, very <laughs> ridiculous. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't like the way that things like that make me feel like I'm out of control. I, I agree with that. <laughs> and like, luckily I wasn't alone. Yeah. My building does not have a fire extinguisher either, but I do have a smoke detector, though the one in my kitchen was beeping the other day. So currently it's open with the battery out. <laughs> so it's not Everyone very useful. Everyone does that. Like, I, I hate I know. to say it, but. <laughs> I know. <sighs> <laughs> so yeah, don't set your kitchen on fire if you can help it. Yeah, I did something like that once a long time ago. I was in college and I didn't actually set it on fire, luckily. But I was making, my mom used to make these like breads at the holidays, you know, like banana bread and zucchini bread, and, like the delicious ones. And she would cook them in the oven. You could cook them in empty washed out soup cans. And then you'd have these cute little circular loaves of bread. That's adorable. Yeah, but I did not plan on how much they would uh, rise. Oh, so, no. <laughs> so I filled my little soup cans and I put them in the oven and I went away and I came back and they'd all erupted and there was a big burnt black mess in the bottom of my oh, oven. Oh, no. How long did it take to get the smell out? <laughs> I, I don't know about the smell, but it sure took a while to get the gooey burnt stuff off. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't set the place on fire. Do you I ever think, mental health issues aside... Do you ever think, like, how often you've come to death with oh, or yeah. without realizing it? There was a... <laughs> well, cool. See, we have a story to tell. Who knew when we <laughs> started this off? <laughs> there was this car accident I was in. Oh, and <laughs> This is a story because I was coming... Uh, I had visited a friend that lived, like, nine hours away. So, you know, it's a long drive home. And I'm maybe, like, two-thirds back. And this is in... I don't I want to say, like, late November... So I'd seen like little bits of snow coming back from like Southern Illinois to Michigan. But I was at a point where it was just start. I mean, it was so barely snowing. There was nothing actually collecting, but it was, you know, like midnight or so at this point. Ooh, already so, the red flags are out of Exactly. Up. So I figure what happened is, you know, in this more Northern place, it probably had snowed or been wet beforehand. So even though I didn't see anything, you know, there is black ice. And I'm going from one highway, like taking the the exit up to another one. So it's one of those like big, like forever curves. And forever curves. I, yeah. My mental health is a forever <laughs> curve. Sorry. And I even was thinking, because I just was seeing little snowflakes. And I was like, you know what? I usually whip around this like 25 mile an hour curve at like 50. But oh. I'm going to actually take it how they suggest, because... There's been some weather, but as soon as I just stepped on the gas, the slightest bit coming out of the curve, and I was driving this like tiny little truck. I mean, it was sort of like an S10 style little truck with nothing to it. And as soon as I just like stepped on the gas, the slightest bit, it just started weaving back and forth like crazy. And the highway I'm exiting onto is going over the one I came off of. So, I mean, I ended up crashing into a guardrail. <gasps> and, and at that point, I swear to God, I felt like my car just got like possessed by Satan because I was not doing anything and I had crashed into the guardrail, but the engine was still like revving somehow. And it ended up pulling the car out of the guardrail, twirling around a few times in the road. Oh my God. And then smashing in like the median into the guardrail that would look over like the highway <gasps> below. That is my worst <laughs> nightmare, Lauren. Yeah. And so at this point, I just turned the car off. Because I was just like, I got to stop it somehow. (laughs) And so so I'm sitting there smashed into a guardrail. Someone comes up around that curve, does the exact same thing, except (gasps) crashes into the opposite guardrail. Holy shit. And this is, you know, I'm pretty young at this point. So the fact that I was like living with a boyfriend and had no money, I'd had a cell phone before, but it was something I could do without. So I didn't have one because of the cost. When was this? And, uh, this was like 2003, 2004. Okay, I was going to say, I can't imagine not having a cell phone like these days. Yeah, you know, I know. But, but I mean, this was like, everyone had one at this point, but it was still I could get by. and Exactly. Yeah, and I saved some money. Yeah. Um, but then I didn't have one. And so when this guy crashed, then I thought like, oh, good. You know, like he'll probably have a cell phone and maybe, you know, he'll let me use it. But instead, this guy and, you know, I assume his wife get out and he is screaming like a nutcase at her. He is just, I mean, I hear him over there. He's like, fuck you. I can't believe that you made me fucking do this. My <gasps> life is fucking over. And I was like, okay, Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I know. But I was just like, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh and my god. So I walked down to the highway I'd come off of on, you know, like level ground. And I just started walking. And at this point, it is snowing a lot. And when I was just walking and I wasn't finding any sort of civilization, like I could see houses with lights, but I was, there was this big fence, like to the side of the highway where I was walking and uh-huh. you know, there's no opening in it. And there's barbed wire on top, oh but God. finally, and I'm walking in like this deep brush that probably never gets mowed. So I'm like up to my knees in brush and snow. And finally, I just scaled that fence because oh. I could see lights on the other side. You're right. This is a one hell of a story. Yes. And so I um, I walked towards them and I found it wasn't exactly a trailer park, but I mean, it was just like this little subdivision that clearly was like smaller, you know, less affluent houses and, you know, like probably a lot of like people's starter homes and things like right. that. And at this point, it's about two in the morning and I just started knocking on doors until the third one, luckily somebody was nice enough to answer and also was not a um, murderer or anything. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> yeah, it was It was just like, it was a husband and wife. And of course, you know, I'm at their door and they were probably like, what the hell is going on here? But, you know, I was a pretty, hopefully innocuous looking 22 year old female. <laughs> <laughs> and so and I told them my story. And so, you know, and then they were very nice. They let me in. I called my boyfriend. I was still, you know, like two hours from where we lived, so it was going to take them a while to get there, oh. and they were like, "And they were like, well, we should, you know, we, we should call the cops and let them know, especially because you have an abandoned truck now. Well, and there's more cars that are going to come around the corner. Well, that was another reason why I started walking, because after that other one did, and it's this, not safe. Exactly, because this big truck came by, too, and was, like, swerving, but stayed on the road, and I was like, okay, the phrase sitting duck is in my head. <laughs> I need to get out of here. So good call. Good call. Yeah. So we called the police and that's what they they said is they were like, oh yeah, they're like, you know, we're over here looking at, you know, like four or five different accidents that happened in this corner. We were wondering who the little red truck belonged to. Oh (laughs) my God. And so this, this couple, you know, brought me back and the next exit, there was like an all night gas station, which is where my, my boyfriend was going to come pick me up. And so, you know, the police were like, sit in our car you know we're outside of a very small town there's only two wrecking companies so they're just taking turns so we'll we'll wait until they get your car and then we'll take you there wrecking companies sounds like someone who comes out and just fuck shit up yeah <laughs> i guess maybe that that's what michiganders must call a towing company because that's all <laughs> michiganders that's what, what about the, what about the michigeese <laughs> <laughs> What is it in this episode? Uh, sorry, finish your story. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, say, I'm, almost, I'm almost done. Yeah, so I got to finish it. So, so we're sitting there um, waiting and then uh, a truck is ready and it comes and it's hooking itself up. And suddenly, you know, I'm just in the cop car and I hear, you know, crash and breaking glass and all of this stuff. And the cop in the front looks in his rearview mirror and says, holy shit, he hit the wrecker. <laughs> so, so someone ran into my tow truck. That well, I mean, it happens. It's right. such a dangerous situation to be in. For this reason, I just try not to go out in any sort of inclement weather if I can help it. Yeah, I mean, one of the best quotes of the night I felt like is when the cops said, "Like technically, we could give you a ticket just for not driving for the conditions, but we didn't give the other five people a ticket, so we're oh. not going to give you one." Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad he told you that. I know, but, but I think he was making the point, like, we see that this was, like, treacherous and it was not really something you could expect. It's just like... I have a, a kind of a similar story, not as long or, like, involved, but um, <laughs> I was 18. Uh, so I went to high school in a Chicago suburb, and then I left to go to school in Oklahoma. But my first Christmas back, uh, mm-hmm. I didn't have a car at any point. I had never had a vehicle in my life till then, but I knew how to drive. Yeah. I got my license at 18, so I was a new driver. It was, you know, Chicago winter, and there was a storm, and one of the first things that I did when I did come home for the holidays was set up a therapy appointment. Of course, as one does. As one does. (laughs) And so I had driven our family's 15-passenger van in the (gasps) snow 
because I have a big family, if you're new, yeah. like I ha- I'm the oldest of seven. So we had a big 15 passenger van. I used it to go to therapy. Therapy was great, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then when I came out, I noticed it was snowing a lot and I was super nervous, but I was like, I got to go home. I'm an adult. I can do this. I turn out of the parking lot and slide a little bit, but I don't think anything happens. Yeah. And then I stop at a stoplight and this other car pulls up next to me and they're like, do you know that the people behind you wrecked? <gasps> I was like, oh, my God, did I cause a wreck? Um, they. It turns out, like, there was a lot of ice, and they had been, like, kind of sliding, too. And then when I pulled out in front of them, they kind of lost control. No one died or oh. anything. Like, no one got hurt except for the cars themselves. Yeah, these kind of things, you're usually going so slow that at least you don't, like, injure Oh, yeah, people. and I drive like a grandma. Like, you wouldn't <laughs> think it because, of course, like, I ride motorcycles now. Right. But I drive really slowly because I'm worried about shit like this happening. And mm-hmm. so th- that made me feel so guilty and even more terrified to drive. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, that was my first time dealing with insurance, like, after a oh. wreck happens. Mm-hmm. Why do they have to make it so difficult for, like, the victims in this situation? Not that I'm the victim, but, like... No, I know. <laughs> it, it seems really counterintuitive that something traumatic like that happens to you, and then you have to go through a bunch of red tape and stuff afterward. It's truly ridiculous. Gee, I mean, kind of, you know, like dealing with health insurance. Yeah. Where you you go through something horrible and traumatic and then they're just like, hey, are you going to pay us $10,000? Exactly. I wish that was an exaggeration, but it's not. It's not. I mean, when I think about unexpected things happening, honestly, the thing that comes up the most is just financial emergencies. Because mm-hmm. I've never had a financial buffer. Like, I've never really had savings. And so, but I have been in treatment a bunch of times and like had <laughs> right? to go to the ER and stuff. And so uh, I'm still paying off a lot of those bills. And unfortunately, it makes me not want to go as much, like, even exactly. if I'm struggling. I mean, you just spent a whole episode this week talking about that. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's messed up, dude. But yeah, I mean, now I feel like I handle emergencies kind of, like, I've gotten a lot better at just going with the flow, mm-hmm. just realizing that I have no control over anything. And like, that's not going to change. The only thing that I can control is like how I approach it. So I can freak out or I cannot. And yeah. that's only <laughs> assuming that it's like, sometimes it's truly terrible and you just can't control like your own reaction. Oh, that's so good. Because I wanted to tell you part two of this story, which <gasps> tell me. is is not related to, you know, like the, the whole like accident and thinking that I was in a final destination movie. It's all different. <laughs> it's, it's a totally different topic I thought it could lead to. Yes. So, so I'm waiting in that all night gas station. And by the way, no clue what her name was because this was almost 20 years ago, but shout out to whoever the old woman was that was working that night. You know, when I came in and told her why she was like, Oh my gosh, like, I can't believe that. Like, Oh, sit down. Do you, do you want a coffee or a hot chocolate? Aww. You know, like, that's, that's on us. Go ahead. Yeah. Dude, yeah. People like that are just the best. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just strangers, like in your situation. Right. She was sweet. But, um, so, you know, then my, my boyfriend finally comes and it, it's funny. I was actually just thinking of this because I heard something. I don't remember where now because my memory is that of a gerbil. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I know very recently I heard something that was talking about how like you get through emergencies, but then there's a point where it affects you. Like you realize what happened. Yeah. And that's where you have like the reaction. So that's what this was is he came there and, you know, I'd been go, go, go. I didn't want to die. I had to scale a fence. I had to talk to strangers. You know, you just do it. It had been a big night. Yeah. You know, and he gets me and I'm not a big crier either. But I get in the truck and I just start sobbing. (laughs) And I mean, understandable, I feel like. What I always remember is that his response was just basically like, stop it. You're fine now. Oh, my God. Like he had no patience for that because it's just like, everything's good now. Why are you doing this? And I'm, I'm assuming this is the same boyfriend that you talk about in the regret episode. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just another little, you know, like feather in his cap, why he was great. <laughs> oh, so great. We can only yeah. hope to be with such supportive partners. <laughs> oh, God, what a nightmare. That's the worst when you're going through something vulnerable like that. And you're just obviously shaken up by it when people just are like, why? You're fine. Like yeah. an emergency doesn't even have to be something big like that it could just be something small and unexpected that happens like you don't get paid on time 
Not that that's right. small, but I'm trying less life threatening. Yeah, at least, yeah. It just it totally made me understand in that moment why it will be way after the fact that suddenly like people go into shock. And I'm yeah, like, I get that. <laughs> also, crying is so cathartic. Exactly. You just need to. I know. I was like, you do not know everything that just happened to me. This is me releasing all of that finally. <laughs> yeah. I, I released an episode this July where I talk about a motorcycle trip that I took by myself and it w- it went absolutely the worst it could have gone. Oh, I, no. I didn't crash or anything, but like my bike broke down in Delaware and I had to wait at a gas station till 3 a.m. for my sister Caroline to pick me up. And while it was happening, I was like, okay, I, I have to get through this. But then afterwards, I was like, holy shit, this was terrible. <laughs> Uh-huh. Like, if I had a therapist, I would need to talk to her about this. Yeah, I need to schedule an emergency appointment. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I have this podcast instead, so lucky right. lucky listeners. You're all our therapist. Yeah. <laughs> or are we our own therapists? Ooh. Talking ourselves <laughs> through shit, even when we don't know where it's going. I don't know. I think things are going to happen outside of your control. And accepting that, like I said earlier, is like the key thing like it's like the only thing you can do really um Mm -hmm. i mean it's not the only thing you can do you're the the ancient crone here (laughs) what have you learned about how to better at least enable yourself to be more capable of handling emergencies if anything um i mean i don't know about handling it but i do feel like i've learned how really important it is to as soon as you feel like that letting go moment just let it happen because if you don't it's going to be worse and it's going to take longer. Exactly. Letting go is one of those things that everyone says to do and it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're like us and you become enlightened in your old age, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have a really hard time letting go of stuff still. I mean, I had another moment that I think of, and I mean, this this will be a bit of a downer, but you know, we gave you a mostly lighthearted episode. Yeah, we're gonna have a pickle palette <laughs> cleanser after this. Don't exactly. Worry. But it was, this actually, you know, came up on one of the other podcasts where I wrote oh. the letter. So it was one of the friends. Hold on. You know, the... It's like something beeping. Oh, that is you. I thought that might be me. No, it's, it's you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's a car outside. Oh, no. Yeah, there's just an alarm going off. Uh, okay, so we're back. What were you saying? I was talking about reactions delayed and... Reactions delayed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> On the next days of our lives. So um, this was in the letter that you read in one of the episodes. It was one of the, the friends, probably the one I felt closest to, that, that committed suicide. And um, I was actually living with a roommate then, and both of us knew this person quite well. And my roommate was the one that came home and knocked on my door and was like, I just found out so-and-so killed himself. And I, you know, immediately come out and we're both just sitting in the living room, just unable to really do anything. And I know we we both made the comment saying like, it, it just, it doesn't feel real and it's not really sunken in right now. I'm probably going to feel it later. Yeah. But, you know, and then we just went to bed. And when I woke up, it was like, okay, fine. I was working as a temp and I just you know, went to work and I had this, this supervisor. Very, very nice, but she's very much, you know, like the go-go cheerleader, happy, everything's great type. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I come in and I believe, yes, it is starting to sink in. So I just decide, you know, I have work that I can do on my own. I am just going to put my earphones in and not really talk to anybody and not interact with anyone. You know, I'm just going to like focus straight ahead and get through work. And I had him off for a minute when she came over and, you know, I'd been at work for like two hours then. And she's just like, hey, how's everything going? You know, glad it's Friday. And again, I, I had no response. I just looked at her and I'm like, oh crap, I'm going to start crying in front of my supervisor. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't have done the same thing, to be honest. No, and, and she was. Like, this is why I want to say, yeah, like, she's kind of, you know, like, goofy. I've portrayed her, but she really, she was great about this, too, because she immediately found an empty conference room. It's like, okay, let's, let's come over here. And I told her a little, you know, I told her the basics of what happened, and she was pretty much just like, why did you come into work? Go home. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Man, we. I wish we had more people like that in the workplace. 
But yeah, it was the same thing. It was like at night, you know, me and my roommate were looking at each other just like, I'm not feeling anything right now. I will later. And I, that's what I told her when she came home. I was like, so later ended up being 10 in the morning. When I, yeah. I mean, you can't decide how you cope with things like that sometimes. Like, how could you prepare yourself for something like that terrible? Yeah, you, you know? have no idea. Because she went into work too. And she said the same thing. But she said like, yeah, later for me was uh, when I was getting into my car to drive home and I actually couldn't drive for like half an hour until I yeah, like freaked out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's ugh, that's such a hard situation. And listeners, in case you didn't catch episode 55, um, it's an episode about the long-term effects of eating disorders. And my sister and I read a letter that Lauren wrote to us about friends that have passed due to mm-hmm. mental illness or whatever, whether, yeah. you know, as a direct result or by suicide, mm-hmm. uh, like this particular friend. And that, I mean, that's a great example of stuff that happens that is just, just totally out of the blue, just devastating. Right. I mean, I haven't had any close personal deaths in my life as of now, and it, I'm fortunate that I haven't, but I also kind of live my life in fear that one of my loved ones is going to die and it's going to destroy me. Mm-hmm. I'm really afraid of that happening. I get a lot of my anxiety does come from worrying about that kind of stuff. Yeah, before that, yeah, I just had the same, you know, it was like great aunts and uncles, grandparents. Exactly. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> in, in the days and weeks that followed that, how did you take care of yourself? A lot of uh, laying around with Pico. <laughs> yes, obviously. <laughs> this friend had... Um, was very much into art and was actually like starting to show at friends galleries and was really excited about that. So, Mm. so another mutual friend um, put together a art night in honor of him. And, you know, we all just, yeah, we all just met and made art. (laughs) That's so beautiful. (laughs) I want, that's what I want to do when I die. I just want it to be like, this is taking on a very morbid note, <laughs> but I, I have sort of planned what I want to happen when I die because, like, I that helps me with my anxiety of not knowing what will happen mm-hmm. is if I plan for all p- possible outcomes. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I do have a Google Doc with, like, stuff that I want to have happen, and one of those things is I want all my art to be displayed at my funeral, and then I want everyone to just take whatever they want. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also thought about, like, people making art, too. That's It's so... I, I don't want people to be, like, more bummed out than they already are. Right. <laughs> that sounds callous, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I get it. I always like... I mean, not like funerals, but I... I, <laughs> I love funerals. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. I, deal with, I deal with the shit by joking a lot, which has been no. shown to be kind of inappropriate sometimes. Yeah, I'm inappropriate. But, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I like the ones where, you know, it's like afterwards you know you just kind of like find yourself like telling funny stories and memories about the person yeah it's like that's that's always so nice i feel like it's it's cleansing but it's not yeah just sitting around being somber like they're gone exactly one of my favorite podcasts dopey is a podcast about drug addiction and one of Mm -hmm. the hosts halfway through well so it was started by these two dudes, uh, both former drug addicts in recovery. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like our show. I mean, we're, yeah. we're kind of like their show, I should say, because they preceded okay, yeah. us. <laughs> but like, it was very lighthearted, a lot of funny stories and like trying to just approach addiction from a humorous angle because it's fucking hilarious sometimes. Oh, exactly. Like, but they made it 143 episodes and then one of them overdosed and died. <gasps> yeah. Oh. And, wow. and like the other host just kind of kept doing the show and everyone was like, like he, he kind of questioned it at some points. Yeah. Like, Should I keep doing too. this? But oh I love the way he approached it because he did, you know, an episode where he talked about what happened. Then he did another episode where he actually like after the wake sat down a bunch of Chris is the guy who died. He, he sat down a bunch of Chris's friends and they all just like spent the whole episode talking about him. And it was really beautiful. Yeah. And that's kind of an example of something absolutely tragic and unexpected happening. And, you know, you just keep living life. And I don't mean that to say insensitively, but like life life goes on. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're still here. You're (laughs) still here. Yeah. For better or for worse, you're still here. Like, what are you going to do? I mean, imagine, you know, if like when somebody died, then all their family and friends just like stopped their life too, just kind of like did nothing. I know. I wouldn't want that at all for my loved ones. Right. And, and, you know, I know that people that I love are going to die and I hope that I will approach it like that. Like just, you know, living in their memory. Yeah. <sighs> 
Do you think it's time for a palate cleanser? I think it's time for a palate cleanser. Uh, yeah, I, I was trying to think of a way to transition into it, but I, I think in this case, it's best to just get right I into think, it. Yeah, we started out lighthearted. We took it down serious. Let's now we're ready. Yeah, we're ready to round out the episode with our favorite segment, the pickle palate cleanser. Okay. What do you got for me today, Lauren? Um, so I found two quizzes. So we can either take them both if like we don't like the results of one, but I was looking up what vape flavor are you? <laughs> I need it. That's it. Oh my god. I- I'm just looking at the thumbnail of the article and the caption that I can see says, Are you a Nick addict? Are you a piece of shit? Are you bored? <laughs> yes, to all those things. Yeah, that's what I-, I loved that one just because of that description alone. Let's do it. Oh, but I like the other one as well because it looks like there's a lot of choices. Maybe we... Let's just do both. All right, let's just do both. So first, first the piece of shit one. All right. All right. Oh, I have to enter my name at the beginning? Yeah, but I just entered Lauren. It doesn't ask for anything like... Okay, so this quiz, What Flavor Vape Are You?, is on uquiz.com, and the author is Anne484. Yeah. I'm going to start the quiz. Okay, yeah, this one's just five questions. Oh, okay, cool. First things first. Have you ever vaped? Answers are, yes, I hit my friend's jewels sometimes. Yes, well, yes, once, and I coughed until my eyes watered. <laughs> no, no, I am a good person. <laughs> I take offense to that one. <laughs> Me too. Yes, but quarantine is killing my vibes. I would say the opposite. And yeah. I am currently vaping, which is my answer, <laughs> of course. I have been vaping this entire episode. <laughs> Me too, so. All right, next. All right, next. Is there a difference between mint and cool mint? Yes. Um, I know there is, but I can't say I know from experience. So just for the fuck of it, I'm going to click no. Okay. I don't necessarily would say so. I, I know so in vapes, but I mean, I know so in like gum and stuff. So oh, yes. oh, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to switch mine to yes. Well, oh, but okay. I'm just going to choose no so I get a different answer than you. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, Who is your favorite Disney princess? Mulan, Elsa from Frozen, Jasmine, Tiana, and the Little Mermaid. They do not have Belle, who I actually am. Belle is my favorite, hands down. I basically am her. I love to read and I'm awkward. (laughs) Same. Exactly. Oh my god, her library was all I wanted as a kid. I'm going to pick Mulan. Okay, I say my second choice is hard because there's a lot that I like equally. I think I'll choose Jasmine. She got pretty badass. She's such a badass. So is Mulan. Oh, absolutely. She was obviously a badass. Elsa and Tiana are kind of like newer Disney princesses. Yeah. And as we've established, we're old, so I don't right. I don't connect with them as much. And the Little Mermaid just that's classic. That's why classic. she was close, but yeah, it was between Jasmine. And okay, Mulan, I picked sure. Mulan. You picked Great. Jasmine. Jasmine. All right. All right, pick a co-star notification. Now I don't really know what this co-star shit okay, is, so but I do. Um, okay. It's an astrology app. You you give them like stuff like your date of birth and what time you were born and then they tell you what all your signs are and it's i don't take astrology very seriously i think it's fun and entertaining Mm -hmm. same but like costar basically gives you notifications every single day to inform you that your horoscope is ready and the notifications are really personal and funny so that's what this refers to makes more sense though because when i saw like people saying like this is what it said then i was just like is this just like a thing that's just like i'm gonna give you shitty advice (laughs) but but, yeah knowing that you actually enter information and it kind of personalizes it exactly (laughs) okay so your co-star notification is do self-care today recognizing personality flaws is not the same as fixing them (laughs) oh i would be upset if they they gave me that (laughs) when you look in the mirror are you happy? <laughs> oh, that's a good This is supposed to be a palate cleanser. <laughs> it's just making me sad. Just kidding. Mercury is in retrograde. Call your ex. Ooh. Oh. Distraction makes you worse off. Ooh. Okay. Let's see. Right. So are we picking based on which ones we're more likely to get? Well, I am actually going to pick recognizing your personality flaws is not the same as fixing them in particular because I took a picture of my favorite fortune cookie I ever got because the fortune was, if you think the fates are against you, you're probably right. Wow. That's <laughs> just like called out fortune cookie. I mean, I really, I appreciate realism. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm a sucker for like really introspective prompts. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pick when you look in the mirror, are you happy? Because knowing me, I would just I like see that, that and like journal for hours about it and then probably yes. make a podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Next. All right. Last question. Pick a flavor. 
I thought we were finding out the flavor. Maybe this weighs in. Watermelon ice, mango, mint, cool mint, peach, and something CBD. Ooh, okay, peach. I thought you'd say that. I'm actually going to do watermelon ice. I know, you're all about those ice flavors. I am, and when you do watermelon right, it's amazing. So I'm hoping they did. All right. (laughs) All right, we're going to find out. Gross. This is something I actually vape. Do you want me to go first? (laughs) Yes. Okay, so my result is banana ice. Ah. And the description is, you're kind of a mess, and that's okay. You definitely, <laughs> you definitely have assignments that you should be doing but aren't, and you eat crumbs <laughs> that fall onto your t-shirt. Are you registered to vote? Double check that. <laughs> I think they're just assuming that everyone that takes this quiz is like in early college or something. I don't know, because mine, mine doesn't necessarily. What does your say? Okay, so I am a jewel menthol. Man, I would never vape just a menthol. Then you might as well have a cigarette. <laughs> I'm, vape- I'm vaping a menthol right now. <laughs> but my description on that is, you have vaped long enough to know the difference between 3% and 5% Nick, and that's yes. kind of trash. Oh! <laughs> your your phone charger is busted, and you definitely do not eat breakfast. True. Oh! I- Iced coffee is not a meal. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh my god, call the fuck out. <laughs> Take some melatonin at like 9pm and just clock out, okay? <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, I kind of love that answer, honestly. Me too. It's, it's so accurate. It's, per- <laughs> it's so perfect. I took Trazodone last night for the first time since, like, I was in treatment, because I, I hate mm-hmm. melatonin. It gives me nightmares. And I gotta say, the Trazodone worked. Well, I told you I know on one of our episodes how I take it. I just kind of, like, nibble a little bit. <laughs> I still stand by what I said, that you should try snorting I it. <laughs> I haven't yet. <laughs> Just kidding. That's terrible advice. I hated being menthol, even though I liked the description. So we're going to take the second one, too. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm so excited. You get a bonus pickle palate cleanser for this pickle yes! palate cleanser episode. <laughs> okay. Which vape flavor are you? Oh, choose a few personality traits. Okay, they have a ton of them. So choose a few personality traits. So I hold guess, on, hold on, yeah. hold on. This is, you got to give the credit for the quiz. Oh, oh yeah. Um. Wow. You do it Wayenge? You, do, you made me do that because you can't pronounce it. <laughs> So, so this this quiz is on quotetv.com, and the author we can't really pronounce their name, oh, but it's quote quote v, not quote tv. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, this quiz is on quotev.com, and the author is Wei Yingay. Yeah, it's W E I Y I N G A Y. I hope you're happy that we gave you credit, even though we can't pronounce your name. Exactly. All right. So, which vape flavor are you? So, since this is a few, I'm just gonna say like call out personality traits that you would check off so sensitive yeah i'm i'm pretty sensitive my dad always said i was too sensitive and that was my problem <laughs> so yeah i gotta say that too caring i'm no. very caring <laughs> yeah. that's that's why i say i should never be a mother <laughs> <laughs> optimistic nope no <laughs> stubborn uh, kind of. Kind I'm gonna, of. I'm going to put a pin in that one. I'm not stubborn. I'll just say it. Okay. I'm a pushover. I'm kind of tempted to say yes, so I will. Do it. Because the other one is, the next one is obnoxious. Yes. Which I'm like, I'm not obnoxious. I'm extremely I'm, obnoxious. I'm more stubborn. Okay. Childish? Uh, not, I can be, but not really. Yeah, not really. Honest. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm so bad at lying. I sweat if I have to like call into work. Like they're gonna think I'm lying. <laughs> I feel like shit. <laughs> I I've been known to bend the truth, but uh, most of yeah. it has to do with my history of drug addiction. So <laughs> these days I'm pretty honest. I did always have an easy time, you know, like flat out lying about the eating disorder. Yeah. I was like, Are you eating well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Coffee. Ice coffee. I had creamer in my coffee today, so I'm doing great. My vape is pineapple ice, so it's like I had pineapple. Exactly. (laughs) We're such terrible influences. Okay. Protective? Yes. Only of Pico. Uh, (laughs) Blunt? Kinda. I'm not good enough at it. I'm trying to be. I'll just not. Okay. And disruptive? No. No, I'm not. I wonder if this is all you get, because then it says start quiz. Okay. Wait. There's a sh- then there's a- oh there's show all and that's the rest of the questions. Do you, do you vape? Yes, no. Durr. Yes. <laughs> We've already discussed we are. Yep. <laughs> How do you feel about people that vape? It's dumb. <laughs> I want to suck that one so bad. <laughs> it's not my body, so it's not my choice. 
it's cool or people who vape just want to destroy their body and follow trends oh my god i'm i'm picking it's dumb i'm <laughs> picking it's cool <laughs> i mean i i'm not gonna stop and i like it but i could go with it's dumb <laughs> it is dumb I, I think it's dumb when i do it but when i see someone else doing it i'm just like oh they look cool doing it I'm yeah, I'm not like that. I'm usually just like, you know, it's better than a cigarette. Cigarettes look cooler than anything. Oh, they absolutely do, but I don't want to be around anyone smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I, I, I have asthma, a so I shouldn't be vaping in the first place, but cigarettes are <laughs> no no. Okay. What is your fear? I wonder if I can pick multiple of this. Well, number one, spiders. That's gonna happen. You can only pick one. Snakes, being left alone, no one to love you. Oh also be good. <laughs> Bats, dogs, please. No. Or or dark. No, I have an other option. Well, we're not going to count other. I know. I just think that's funny. That's it's like lame. all the other options are capitalized, <laughs> and then the word other is just all lowercase and very that's vague. That's true. <laughs> um, oh, I'm, I'm going to say no one to love you. If I could pick multiples, that would have come on too. Oh, I have a siren in the background. I hear it. Ooh, yeah. it was an ambulance. Someone on the way to the psych ward, maybe. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. No one to love you. I know people love me. That sounds obnoxious, but it's not really a fear of mine. Being left alone is a pretty big fear of mine. That, yeah. I'm going to pick, I'm gonna pick b- being left alone. Looks like our last question. What are your thoughts on gaming? I personally don't play, but I like them. I like watching more than playing. I hate them. I love playing them. I like watching more than playing. As a kid and a teenager, I wasn't very good, so I preferred to watch my friends because I still like the stories and stuff. But I think I play more now, so I'll say love playing them. All right. All right. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like this one better. Ooh, all right, you go first this time. Yeah, okay. Mine is Sour Apple. <gasps> Jealous. You're awesome in many ways, even if you don't see it. You lift people up with your jokes and or compliments. You tend to stay away from conflict. Yeah. <laughs> and trying to make people happy, even if you're not happy. I mean, this one was a little more sunshine and rainbows, but also accurate. I think it's very <laughs> accurate. Like, you do uplift people with your jokes. Aww. I, I mean, I thought it was very accurate for you. And one of my favorite things I've discovered is making people laugh. Yeah, same. <laughs> Why do you think we have this podcast, y'all? Right. And I definitely stay away from conflict. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I walk into jobs telling them first thing, hey, I don't do drama. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although I wonder how often they hear that from interviewees. I feel like everyone says that and then everyone's just more dramatic. Like once you get into a workplace and you're like, wow, there's nothing to do here but drama. I feel like... Maybe not as much how I do it, because I just, like, walk in and state that as a fact. Like, you weren't asking, just so you know, I'm not into drama. (laughs) Okay, what are you? Okay, I am watermelon vape flavor. You're a decent person. Not too sour, not too sweet. Sometimes people can hate you. Sometimes people can't hate you. And that's it! (laughs) I don't know how I feel about that. What do you mean they can or can't hate me? I don't know what to do with this answer. I mean, people are going to like you or not. That sounds That's true. typical. Are there any listeners out there who just want to hate me, but you feel like you can't because... That's what, yeah, <laughs> like, what is you can't hate someone? I know. I'm very confused. Uh, but yeah, that was the pickle palate cleanser. I really liked it. <laughs> it was very, very relevant. Yeah. Since we were talking about vapes so much before we started recording, that's what it just stuck in my head. I was like, I wonder if there's a quiz about what vape flavor you are. <laughs> what if our new segment is just like, what vape flavor of the week are we? And we just are a different yes. flavor every week. <laughs> Maybe if we get sponsored by that website. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, in the meantime, if you guys have like quizzes or Mad Libs or whatever that you want us to try out for our pickle palate cleansers, please send them to us because I'm overwhelmed by all the options. Yeah, and anything that sounds fun that fits the recording talking at you format. (laughs) It doesn't even have to do with mental health, obviously. Right. (laughs) I mean, really, everything has to do with mental health if you think about it. Yeah, why do you think I vape? (laughs) Yeah. That's the beauty of having a mental health podcast is that we can pretty much tie it into anything. <laughs> Any housekeeping things to say before we wrap up this baby? 100th I don't episode? Think so. We're getting closer and closer to 100. Yeah, you yeah. heard the promo at the beginning. We won't rehash it, but I've already right. had a bunch of people send me stuff. Not voicemails yet, <gasps> although I made a few people okay. promise to send voicemails. Good. Uh, but I've gotten a few lovely notes from people, and I'm just so excited to get more of them. Yeah. Yeah. So we will be having that guest back in a few weeks, like we mm-hmm. said, or you yes. know, whenever. As soon as we can work through our technical difficulties. 
Yeah. And oh, yeah, we also decided um, that we're not going to be putting out any more pickle polls until after the 100th episode, just so everyone can focus on sending in those voicemails. We don't want to overwhelm everyone. That one is like a huge pickle poll. (laughs) Yeah, it's basically a giant pickle poll. So yeah, I guess we'll see you next week with uh, another random topic that will be a little more prepared. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, I can still uh, ramble about promotions. I looked at work the other day. I looked up Pickles and Vodka podcast (gasps) and we are on... Apple Podcast, of course, where we have two reviews and a 4.9 rating. Good job, guys. Good job. On Spotify, you can find us. We also have a 4.9 rating. If you would like to listen on Pod Bay, you can find us there. We are on Audible, where they have a section that says what listeners are saying. Currently, they say nothing. So (laughs) So maybe try leaving us a review there. Yes, leave us reviews. Let's get this to that five rating. And my ultimate favorite one I found is if anyone, you know, gets their podcast on Ivy.fm, which I'm sure you all do. I mean, that's, I that's listen the popular, to it morning, noon, and that's, night. That's the popular place to get your podcast. <laughs> but, but apparently we're on there and I don't know how we got them, but we have hashtags, which include what? vodka, pickles, <laughs> wines. What? <laughs> this doesn't sound real. Um, NAME, which, you know, National Alliance of Mental Illness or something like that. Oh, NAMI. I love NAMI. Yeah. Um, Bulimia is one. Nice. LGBTQI, you know, go us. And uh, my ultimate favorite was Stay Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't think of a better way to round out the episode than with that statement. Uh, Stay crazy, everyone. Stay crazy. And we'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs)